0: This is episode 303 on 23-12-2020. Another exciting episode in store for you today. So let's begin. This, this is Saurabh, Saurabh and, you're and you're listening to my, to my favorite, favorite talk show, show The BG Show with Aditya. Aditya. Tables ladders, and chairs designated to be the final pay-per-view of the year 2020 as far as the WWE is concerned. Pay-per-view didn't come up with any surprises as single competition championships were retained, tag team championships were transferred to a new team, and then of course the main event in which two wrestlers went down fighting the title of the match aptly named Inferno, which meant that the wrestlers, in order to win, had to light one part of their opponent's body on fire. Inferno match was one of the many cinematic-themed matches that the WWE Created this year starting with WrestleMania where Undertaker and AJ Styles went against each other in a boneyard match. Then moving on to the Money in the Bank pay-per-view which was filmed inside the WWE headquarters as the wrestlers made their way to the top to grab the beef case. Then there was the Firefly Funhouse match where one wrestler outdid the other by coming up with the wrestler's old avatars when the wrestler made his debut and a lot of imagery started coming up in the, the context of a horror show. And they continued this at TLC where Randy Orton and the fiend that is Bray Wyatt's more scary version went one on one with each other where the area around the ringside was lit on fire and to win you had to light your opponent's body on fire this was not the first time such a match was scheduled because Previously, Undertaker and Kane had also fought in a similar match where you had to bury your opponent inside the casket and light it on fire. But the travails of 2020 have other requirements with pyrotechnics and definition television quality. All the events surrounding 2020. This match looked a little more scary than it was made out to be this match was only possible because of the absence of a live studio audience with people watching from their home so it was possible to light the ring sign on fire whether it was real or Otherwise, let's leave it to the cognition and the creativity of the WWE officials. The rest of the scheduled competition, that is the TLC match for the WWE World Championship and the WWE Universal Championship went as per the expected lines with both the WWE World Champion Drew McIntyre and the WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns retaining their respective titles. And now, unless something dramatic happens over the next one week, the focus shifts to the Royal Rumble event scheduled a month from now. But first, let's focus on the two championship Matches The World Championship match between Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles and the Universal Championship match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. No count outs, no disqualifications, no submissions and no pinning. The only way to win the match is to climb the ladder and grab the title. And despite their successful retention, the two matches were like chalk and cheese. While Roman Reigns, the incumbent Universal Champion, was always on a 2-on-1 advantage against his opponent Kevin Owens and that had been played out in the weeks preceding their match and he was always in control of his Opponent and whenever his opponent tried to do something to put him under pressure, he, along with his cousins, Jay Uso, would always make sure that Kevin Owens would struggle to be his opponent at the scheduled pay per view. And then, on the other hand, there was Drew McIntyre, who was always in a 4 in 1 disadvantage against his opponent. AJ Styles. While AJ Styles and his bodyguard almost was always lurking around the corner, he also had to contend with in the weeks preceding the scheduled competition against the Money in the Bank winner Miz and his partner John Morrison. There was always a threat of his friend's Keith Lee and Sheamus also looking for a championship opportunity. Despite all these odds, Drew McIntyre managed to retain his WWE World Championship and taking advantage of the number games, Roman Reigns also managed to retain his WWE Universal Championship title. Now the focus shifts on to the Royal Rumble event as to which wrestler from which brand will win the Royal Rumble and that will make a huge difference as to who is challenged by that particular winner. If it's a winner from RAW then the title match will be between the WWE World Heavyweight Champion Drew McIntyre and the winner from RAW if it's a winner from Smackdown then the match will be by default between the winner and the WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns. Maybe the WWE officials have other things in mind. As far as it goes it's difficult to predict what will happen but this is what will happen by logic the third singles competition match which was retained by the incumbent champion was the one between smackdown women's champion sasha banks and her opponent Carmela. and despite all the odds sasha Banks managed to retain her women's title and now the focus once again shifts to the Royal Rumble event and now as far as the tag team championships go whether it was the Raw men's tag team championship or the women's tag team championships the incumbent ones lost their championships to a new team in the form of the Hurt Business and Asuka and Charlotte Flair which was a surprise return. Overall, the pay-per-view went as per the expectations with championships being retained, championships being won by new teams with a rematch on the cards for the incumbent champions. This ends part 1 of this episode. Stay tuned for part two. The song for tonight is titled Superstitious. Keep on walking the road and I'll follow. Keep on calling my name, I'll be there. And if a mirror should break, it's easy to take. Cause deep down, I know that you care i'm not superstitious i'm not superstitious i have no doubt that there's a reason how things turn out Well, things are changing from day to day i'll keep this feeling with me all the way i want you to know that you're on my mind every day all the time so keep on walking the road and i'll follow keep on calling my name i'll be there and if a mirror should break it's easy to take because deep down, I know that you care. I'm not superstitious. there times of wonder when I'm on own, trying to find out if love has gone. It might make a difference. It might bring me down. But no superstition is gonna turn things around. And I want you to know that you're on my mind every day, all of the time so keep on walking the road and i'll follow keep on calling my name i'll be there and if a mirror should break it's easy to take because deep down i know that you care i'm not stupid stitious. so keep on walking and we'll make things right yeah keep on dreaming each and every night we are gonna make it that's what we'll do right to the end girl and we're gonna walk on through so keep on walking the road and i'll follow keep on calling my name and i'll be there a mirror should break it's easy to take cause deep down i know that you care i'm not superstitious This ends part 2 of this episode. Stay tuned for part 3. Welcome to reading section 1 of episode number 303. Agatha Christie, Labors of Hercules, Chapter 2, The Lernian Hydra, Part 1. Let's begin. Well, Charles Oldfield hesitated. My wife was what might be termed a difficult woman. She was an invalid and very concerned over her health and inclined, therefore, to be fretful and difficult to please. There were days when nothing I could do was right. Poirot nodded. He said, Ah, yes, I know the type. She would complain, possibly, that she was neglected, unappreciated, that her husband was tired of her and would be glad when she was dead. Fields' face registered the truth of Poirot's surmise. He said with a wry smile, You got it exactly. Poirot went on. Did she have a hospital nurse to attend on her? or a companion or a devoted maid. A nurse companion, a very sensible and competent woman, I really don't think she would talk. Even the sensible and the competent have been given tongues by Le Bon Deer and they do not always employ their tongues wisely. I have no doubt that the nurse companion talked that the servants talked that everyone talked you have all the materials there for starting off a very enjoyable village scandal now i will ask you one more thing who is the lady i don't understand dr oldfield flushed angrily Poirot said gently thank you too. i'm asking you who the lady is with Whom your name has been coupled. Dr. Oldfield rose to his feet. His face was stiff and cold. He said, there is no lady in the case. I'm sorry, Monsieur Poirot, to have taken so much of your time. He went towards the door. Hercule Poirot said, I regret it also. Your case interests me. I would like to have helped you, but I cannot do anything unless I am told the whole truth. I have told you the truth. No, Dr. Oldfield stopped. He wheeled around. Why do you insist that there is a women concerned in this? What will Poirot tell his client to explain his deductions? Let's find out in the next episode. ends part 3 of this episode. Stay tuned for part 4. Welcome to reading section 3 of this episode. P.G. Woodhouse's The Ants Omnibus from the short story named Stiff Upper Lip Jeeves Chapter 19. Let's begin. In the previous episode, there was a curiosity as to what the inspector would tell Pop Basset when his servant called out to him. So let's see what the constable or the inspector has to say. What does he want? rather that he has a clue to the identity of the boy who threw a hard-boiled egg at you sir. these words acted on Fop basset as i told the sound of bugles acts on war horses not that i have ever seen a war horse all demeanor changed in a flash his face lit up and there came into it the sort of look you see on the faces of blood hounds when they settle down to the trail He didn't actually say whoopee, but that was probably because the expression was not familiar to him. He was out of the room in a matter of seconds, butterfield lying some length behind and stinker who had been replacing a framed photograph which he had knocked off a neighbouring table, addressed me in what you might call a hushed voice. What do you think Stiffy meant when she said that? I too had been speculating as to what the young pit Squeak had had in mind. A sinister thing to say it seemed to me. Those words, just wait, had had an ominous ring. Wait is questioned gravely. Difficult to decide, I said. It may be one thing or it may be another has such an impulsive nature, very impulsive, it makes me uneasy. Why you, Pop, be the one who ought to be feeling uneasy, knowing her as I do, if I were in his place? The sentence I had begun would, if it had come to fruition, have concluded with the words, at pack a few Necessaries in a suitcase and go to Australia. But as I was about to utter them, I chanced to glance out of the window and they froze on my lips. Window looked on the drive, and from where I was standing out a good view of the front steps. And when I saw what was coming up those front steps, my heart leaped from its base. It was There was no mistaking that square, tanned face and that purposeful walk of his. And when I reflected that in about a couple of ticks, Butterfield would be showing him into the drawing room where I stood and we would meet once more. I confess that I was momentarily at a loss to know how to proceed. What would Bertie do next on seeing Let's find out in the next episode. This ends part 4 of this episode, reading section 2. Stay tuned for part 5, reading section 3. This is reading section 3 of episode number 303 from the book David Baldacci's The Fix, Chapter 1. Let's begin. Across the street, Decker spotted a vendor selling breakfast burritos from a food truck and wondered if he had time to buy one before his meeting. When he decided he didn't and his baseline would be worse off for it, he looked back. Berkshire and Dabney were now beside each other. Decker didn't think anything of it. He just assumed they knew each other and were perhaps losing here. He looked at his watch to check the time. He didn't want to be late if his Life was going to change, he wanted to be on time for it. When he looked back up, he froze. Dagny had fallen two steps behind the woman. Unknown to Berkshire, he was aiming a compact Beretta at the back of her head. Decker reached for his weapon and was about to call out when Dagny pulled the trigger. Berkshire jerked forward as a round slammed into her back of her head at an upward angle. It blew out her medulla, pierced her brain pan, bang, banged like a pinball off her skull, and exited through her nose, leaving a wound three times the size of the entry due to bullets built a wall of kinetic energy. She fell forward onto the pavement. Her face mostly obliterated. The concrete tattered with her blood. His pistol out, Decker ran forward as others on the street screamed and ran away. Dabney was still wielding his weapon. His heart pounding, Decker aimed his glock at Dabney and shouted, FBI, put your gun down now. Dagni turned to him. He did not put down his gun. He could hear the running footsteps behind him. The guard from the shack was sprinting toward them, his gun also out. Decker glanced quickly over his shoulder, saw this and held up his grudge with his free hand. I am with the FBI. He just shot the woman. He let his lanyard go and assumed a two-handed shooting stance. His muzzle aimed at Dabney's chest. The FBI uniform ran up to stand next to him. His gun pointed at Dabney. Put the gun down now, the guard shouted. Last chance or we will shoot. It was two guns versus one. The response should have been obvious. Lie down and you won't fall down. Looked first at the guard and then at Decker and smiled. Don't shouted Decker. Walter Dugney pressed the gun's muzzle to the bottom of his chin and pulled the trigger for a second and final time. What happens next? What will our protagonist Amos Decker do? Let's find out in the next episode. This ends reading section 3 and part 5 of this episode, as well as the end of episode number. 303 on the 23rd of December 2020. Stay tuned for episode number 304 on the 25th of December 2020. For more awesome content, tune in to the next episode of the weekly show with other.